All right, before we get started with today's episode, me and Josh just want to mention one of the websites that we use for some of our video game needs, xyab.com. When it comes to video game accessories, this is the place for you. If you're looking for AV cords and cables, looking to replace battery covers on pretty much any handheld system or remote, uh, video game protectors, or looking for a 72-pin connector to bring your old NES system back to life, then you need to visit xyab.com. Currently, they have GameCube controllers, that they have designed that are inspired by the style of the fantastic Nintendo 64 systems. We're talking the controllers that are Jungle Green, Ice Blue, Atomic Purple, Best One, Smoke Black, and Grape. And they're not even that expensive. They're for $5.15 each. So you can literally buy them all for less than 40 bucks. What's even better is if you use the link that's in the description of the podcast, they'll give you $50 off any order, $100 or more on your first order. So please visit them for your video game needs. Episode 22, Super Strike Eagle. If you had to come up with a catchphrase for just that, Super Strike Eagle Dash, what do you think it would say, Josh? I'm, I'm going with Super Strike Eagle, an airplane game that forgot how to airplane. <laughs> that works, too. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> we're going to jump in here. I mean, I do feel like I'm two for two. I called a, a video game off a cartoon, which I guess is kind of cheap, but not not. It isn't. It but, worked. Uh, it worked. And I, I said it. I called a top-down shooter, and I was kind of right-ish. And wrong. Yeah. Uh, so here is... Uh, what the back of the box says, Josh. <clears throat> yep. That's what it says. Because that's, that's what this game is. That's what this game is. High tech super dog fighting action. If it's realistic flight simulation you're looking for, Super Strike Eagle sure to blow you away. And blow your enemies away too. An astonishing 3D flight you'll... In... Astonishing 3D flight, you'll deliver staggering doses of firepower and vicious dogfights. You'll devastate chemical warfare plants and strategic targets, and you fly scores of dangerous missions through several war theaters. Of course, your opponents are well-equipped too, but with one of America's most advanced jet fighters at your disposal, you're starting to give them a warm reception. Super Strike Eagle. The power is striking. And then it has in bullet points under that, the most realistic flight simulation available for the Super Nintendo system. Breathtaking graphics to bring to life true aerial combat and digitized stereo sound. Sweet. Well. It uh, sounds good. Uh, I have a funny story. <laughs> Allie is involved when it has digitized stere- uh, stereo sound. Uh, Allie has a, a voiced opinion upon this sound, but, uh, jump into this. There is more, uh, into the back, you know, you get the developers and stuff through this. And yeah. I thought, because it kind of strikes a little close to home, uh, at least in my heart. Okay. Okay. What you got? So it's released in 93. It's the airplane flight simulator, a little dog fighting. Uh, and, and when you say anything airplane, I think the first thing you think with video games is Top Gun. And how you can't land on that damn uh, aircraft carrier to save your life in the first NES. Yep. yep. Uh, this was developed by Microprose and published by Asmic Ace Entertainment, ASMIC. And, and Microprose worked on them as well. Uh, you know, publishers, you know, they'd worked with uh, uh, Altered Beasts on the Famicom. It wasn't really, really a whole lot of information on them. 
But do you know who Microprose is, Josh? I do not. And they, they end up pretty much abandoning the company and uh, starting another company that I know you have heard of. But uh, basically, they were the ones that started the civilization in the XCOM series. Oh, I love my Civ games. I love XCOM. That's one of my favorite games of all time, whether it's PC or, or PS4. Four or five. I about to say, didn't you platinum that piece of shit? No, it's damn near impossible. Oh, like, that's right. I play it. I literally play XCOM just because I enjoy it. I don't care if I play. I just want to smoke some damn alien scum, <laughs> save scum the shit out of it, and uh, carry on. So, see, I love Civ. I, I, I'm a huge Civ fan. I never got into it, but this Microprose was founded, and pretty much, I don't. I'm not going to get into the details of who founded what. Basically, the top names at the you know at the top of this company was Bill Steely, Sid Meier, and Andy Hollis. Yep, Sid Meier. So obviously, Sid Meier's did well for himself. Yep. So uh, in 1993, they left, and the that trio formed Fireaxis Games, and uh, the old Microprose got bought out by Hasbro, got closed. I think about a year after Hasbro took them over, and and it it, it they ended up they did get revived in two thousand seven. Uh, Bill Steely, that one of the founders, he ended up buying the company back, and I think there was some talk with Atari. It, it wasn't the same though. It, yeah. it was essentially uh, still pretty well going. I ain't gonna say they didn't develop any games, but it was nothing that tips the scale for us. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm like Microprose. Why do I know this? Why do I know this? I remember playing MS-DOS freaking XCOM Microprose freaking killing some pixelated aliens on there. And that is where I fell in love with XCOM was those games. And I go ahead and tell you, I played the hell out of Sid Meier's Pirates. I think I played like a Sid Meier's Sim Golf game. Uh, never really got into the Civilization games, but uh, when you got uh, keeping the company of Sid Meier, I'm sure uh, Steely and Hollis and, and, you know, I, I, is Sid Meier the one that did the Civilization? Yeah, it's Sid Meier Civilization. And I started playing them, I think, around Civ 2 or 3. And I still like I still play 5 uh, to this day. I don't play 6. We don't speak of 6. So I was literally uh, writing this, this up before I played the game. And I'm like, my God, we got a banger. Yeah, like, it I, like, seemed like it. I was like, there is a banger. That's going to be coming out here. So, uh, basically what the game is, here's kind of a, a generic plot. Uh, you're basically flying for the United Nations. And uh, I guess you're trying to get these governments to join back in into the cooperation of the United Nations. You're looking for world peace. Of course, what are you going to do? you got to go blow up the shit out of it. That's how you establish dominance. That is true. <laughs> So, uh, basically, uh, you go and you fly these missions and you uh, complete one and uh, that country's flag or a flag representing it is raised back up at the UN headquarters in between missions. Uh, you do it again, a different mission. They've got day missions, night missions over water islands. It, they've got a pretty good variety of, uh, of stages. Uh, you're shooting enemies in the air. You're shooting them on the water. You're shooting them on land. Uh it's kind of like a, a free roaming somewhat. Uh, I guess for a Super Nintendo, it's probably the most free roaming game. I mean, I don't know. You probably got Dragon View and then ones that you can like explore the world. But you can really go wherever you want within a, a within confined reason. space. Yeah, within reason. Uh, you, you know, you do have fuel issues and stuff. And 
and you get the basic stuff you expect an airplane to shoot. You know, you got a your missiles, it, your guns, yeah, your you got your guns, flares, you got your, your yeah. So it's like pretty much anything that uh, you've ever seen in any 1980s to probably current day airplane dog fighting uh, movie. It's pretty much Besides those weapons. Still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then each mission uh, has a primary objective, and then there's secondary objectives, which uh, I found that even though the secondary objectives are optional, you just about have to do two or three of them to get to where you're going. Yeah. You can't really uh, go any farther than that. Uh, every button, I believe, is mapped, which you would expect that because... Uh, it's I know a, some of these airplane simulator dudes, it's crazy some of the rigs these guys got. So uh It was nice to have every button mapped for a Super Nintendo that actually done something for you. Yeah, and so you basically had uh uh your machine gun, your missiles, and then you had a throttle up, throttle down. I think machine gun and missiles was A and B and X and Y or whatever. They were throttle up, throttle down. Your L and R's was your chaff, chaff and again your uh flak. And, uh, and of course, your directional pad. Yeah, and your D-pad. And uh, that's pretty much about all I've got for... Uh, did I miss anything on the startup of this? Is there anything that uh, I've overlooked, Josh? The mm. No. We I'm... overlooked the most obvious thing. Is, unlike most games, this one has... I'm going to say three planes of, no pun intended, of combat. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've literally got like your classic in the air uh, fighting like you in expect. In the cockpit. Yeah, yeah, you're in the cockpit. Then you've got one where you're kind of, I guess you would call it a bombing view. And then you've got, I would guess, what you would call your landing and takeoff. Yeah. Uh, so so that is one thing. Uh, it seems like they tried to throw the kitchen sink at this. Yeah. Uh, and that that is the obvious. That is the one thing that stands out in this game more than anything, uh, to me. It is because I don't know that there's a whole lot of games that's really got three completely different styles of play in one game. But, uh, anyways, so is there anything you want to add to that, Josh? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll save my my pun until the end. Okay, okay. Uh, so you jump right in to make it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, uh, I've got two things that stuck out to me on the make it and break it thing that was before I ever got to even play the game. Mm -hmm. The one thing I liked was the startup scene. And it it kind of faded out a little bit as it went, but basically it shows this plane taking off another plane. You're just picturing the dog fight. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it flips around, and you basically got like this pilot's helmet. I mean, there's a few other scenes there, and and the you could tell that first scene with the planes coming across was really you know graphically appealing. And then it kind of got slacked off a little bit from yeah. there. But then it basically it puts on the helmet, and it is basically your mix between freaking Top Gun, Star Wars. You got your flight helmet, you got the big black visor, dude looking badass, and uh, you just imagine he's about to smoke somebody and uh. A dog fight. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I was about to say that. And also, I, I'm i throwing this in there, too. Because not only that, but the startup music wasn't that bad either to me. Like, honestly. Okay. Uh, like the startup music and sound effect wasn't... Now, now the, start, the sound effects and the music in the game 
playing okay. was what is something different. Okay, okay, I've got I've got opinions on that. Yeah, I, that was I was going to leave you out on an island, no pun intended, for the first mission. I was going to yeah. leave you on that yeah, island no, no, tonight. No, 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 trust me. Like I said, the, the sound effects in game, that's a totally different thing. But the actual startup where it's showing the jet, like I said, showing the fighter, that music matched pretty decently. Right, yeah. The sound effects matched pretty decently, and I, I, I enjoyed that. Which, you know, I mean, to, to be honest... Uh, Sound effects in an airplane game, you ain't got to get real fancy with it. Just give us what you want. The... Yeah, the... Yeah, I mean, that's Air, happy. The gun, yeah. the missile launch. Like I said, it'd be great. Uh, okay, uh, first thing that came up was, uh, uh, after that, when I'm starting the game, is the mission briefing screen. I thought that was pretty cool. It looked like the cockpit... Like you were looking down in the cockpit of your plane. And basically what this mission briefing was, uh, the first stage uh, uh, was, you know, it was showing you pictures. Like it'd show like two tanks and it'd be like anti-aircraft. Uh, here's the headquarters. And there's a map there. And the first stage is this island and it is mapping out. It's showing the colors of hey here's your main objective here's the base here's, here's the secondaries and the tertiaries and, and so you're sitting there and even though you're looking at the map the rest of it looks like you're in a freaking airplane yeah and uh so uh you're sitting there and you're like you can kind of you know as you're sitting there looking at it for the first time you're mapping your path out to the main objective because my thought is like hey the secondaries might be cool i want to go blow up this primary get out of this recover try to figure out what the yeah, hell i'm doing yeah. you know but i did like the briefing screen i thought it was kind of clever it was cool uh i've never been in the cockpit of an f-15 or whatever it is and i would if you told me that's what it looked like i believe you i would do look cool enough it, it, you look, know? it looked it looked good enough uh the graphics they weren't that bad i mean they weren't great and there was times where when you were flying down trying to bomb something everything got a little pixelated it got but, blended in yeah yeah, but uh, flying on the map, traveling to your spot, and uh, dogfighting as the planes were distant, uh, they were pretty bad. But, uh, but once closer, you got closer, you, yeah. It, turned, it actually started to look like a plane. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, uh, that I would have to say, too, is that it was always, like I said, the, the graphics were decent. Uh, another thing that I did forget to mention at the front of it too was they had a passcode option. So uh, you could actually uh, play this game, uh, you know, kind of Mike Tyson punch out style. You could enter a code, which is good because if you sucked at this game like me and, me. and, and you, you struggle to make it through a stage, I could at least enter a passcode in to make me feel like I participated in another <laughs> stage. Uh, I've only got one more thing, sadly enough. I put it, I had it in my break it, and then the more I thought about it, it cracked me up, and I'm putting it in my make it. I felt like I was a little shy on some make it stuff, so uh, what else you got, You are a little shy. They, they really didn't give us a lot to work with, and like I said, I mean, I out of the entire game, this is going to be my break in my make it section, is you got to choose one of the three uh, game plays, game styles. Personally, I enjoy the dog fighting the most. Right. Yeah. So that is definitely a make it for me. That's it. Uh, so here's my last one. This was initially in a break it because it was pretty poor, and there was another thing that was so poor I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. But I'm leaving. I moved one over, and this is. 
I don't know if I'd say this was my absolute favorite part, but I was more entertained by it. So if you're like me and you died a lot, uh, it wasn't even really like dying a lot. I just wanted to land. I wanted to, I didn't, uh, I'm not going to leave some of that for the break it, but I crashed my fair share. Yep. And I felt like when somebody crashed or even when an airplane blew up, I kind of felt like it was like one of them dude perfect or Mr. Beast videos where something explodes and there's like this superimposed explosion that don't match yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I felt yeah. like with my plane, especially when it like hit the ground or hit the water or blew up it on was the like runway. A note bomb and I'm like, off. that graphic does not belong in here. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like it the more I think about it. <laughs> and I was just entertained because it reminded me like, you know, dude perfect doing a roundhouse kick and then like a big, yeah, uh, uh, an explosion coming out of it. Yeah, uh, I give you that. That, that graphic was entertaining, it, it was pretty poor, but it was so kind of out of character. Yeah, it, uh, it entertained me, I guess. I give you that. It, I say it, it was good for the, the comedy, I guess, that keep you going. Uh, I've got nothing else, Josh. You got anything on your no. heart you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Okay, we're going to jump over into what breaks it. And I've got to tell you, this is the story before I ever got to play the first game. Okay. Here, I'm, and the, and earlier, this is where I'm using my pun. Okay. Earlier, you said they threw, they tried to throw everything at it, like the kitchen sink. All right. They grabbed the wrong thing and they threw the shitter at it. It's what <laughs> happened, okay? That's exactly what happened in this game. So, I'm sitting here. I've got the game playing in the background. Uh, I get to the first mission stage, and I'm sitting here, and I'm doing some work on the computer. I'm I'm looking up some uh, information about it, and the the music is playing and playing and playing and playing and playing. And then about 10 minutes in, my wife comes out. She works from home, and she says, What in the hell is that sound? Will you please turn it off? It is annoying as fuck. And I'm like, you're right. It is pretty damn annoying. <laughs> so then, it, I, of course, I turned it up more and I muted it to turn around and I unmuted it and stuff. And of course, I did leave it on repeat there for like 10 minutes as I was doing some work on yeah. the episode before I played. Uh, I agree with you. The, the startup music wasn't that bad. Once you got into the mission, it wasn't great. It uh, wasn't. And it was, I think, one of the... I didn't think it was great. Uh, now, one of the founders was the one that composed it, but... I felt like it was on too short a loop. Yeah. And it was just over and over and over and over. Uh, and the sound effects itself, like, I don't know if our Belgium listener, it is Belgium, right? Sure. Brussels. Okay. That guy. Person. Uh, I don't know if they know much about, like, the whole voice acting career. I don't know if you know much about it, but it sounded like a lot of, like, say you're playing in a, you're playing an army game and your person's not the main, like you shoot somebody who's not the main character and they give you the generic, the generic sound of, and that's what the whole sound effect sounded like to me. Like it didn't sound like it wasn't on par with the game itself. It sounded like it was completely secondary. Well, to me, the first, after I started playing and this was kind of in there with the explosion, the water animation when you took off, like okay, so let's just it say it was bad. The aircraft carrier that was that animation was horrible. It looked like a third grader used MS Paint, and I even I'm talking dirty on third graders. There's something that could do better than this. <laughs> like this was a pretty poorly, you know, and I and I defend the graphics, but the runway was pretty bad. Yeah. And when you take off, 
it's like nothing moved, but the water moved toward you. And it was weird. And I kind of laughed, but I didn't enjoy it. Not as much as the explosions, but uh, yeah, that takeoff in water, that whole sequence, that was god awful. It was. It was terrible. Uh, it was absolute terrible. But, you know, to go with it, then uh, uh, I thought the controls were pretty god awful. Uh, I did uh, not like no, them. Nope. Like I said, again, I appreciate what they done. Yep. But it was done poorly. I found that. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't beat stage one. I didn't either. I went to other stages. I didn't fare any better. I, I just either. didn't say I played it because I played the son of a bitch and I could not beat stage one. Now, say what you want about that. But other than that first airplane that you come across that I shot with a machine gun, I couldn't get close enough to a fucking airplane to shoot it. No, I had to waste my missiles. Yes, missiles. And uh, now don't get me wrong. It's still cool to shoot the missiles. But I'm like, hey. I want to store my shit up. I want to just burn this whole island to the ground yeah. with missiles. And I, other than that, like that first airplane, I couldn't shoot nobody with a gun. The only time I was manageable to use the gun was on the bombing raids. Yeah, and it still wasn't good. It wasn't great. No. You were more accurate with it than you were your missiles because at least on there you were spraying and praying. Uh, I got to come in here with this. It's hard to navigate the map. And then there is a map button, and I can't remember what it is, so I'm sitting all hitting all kinds of damn buttons. Yeah, I trying to care. find the map. But the fuck is this red arrow that's always going on? Like <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even getting into the big stuff. But the whole time you're like so this is what it kind of reminds me of. You're flying, you're flying your style, and then it'll pop up when you go over aircraft carrier, it hits like hit A or hit B to enter like landing mode or something. Yeah. Like bullshit. And so then you you know, as you or flying, you're flying like top down, like you can see your little plane moving on the map. You see enemy planes, they're shooting missiles and stuff, and it's kind of chill. And then all of a sudden, you get magically warped in to a over the top bombing run. And what I felt like was, it kind of felt like when you're playing Final Fantasy and you walk and walk and walk and then yeah. you gotta fight an enemy. That's how I felt. Yeah. But then it's like I get over the damn main headquarters. I'm trying to bomb, and I'm like, how come it's not warping me in? Yeah. And I'm like hitting buttons, and I finally figured it out. And I'm like, you know what? When I'm playing Final Fantasy, I'm playing an RPG. I'm cool with being able to walk 10 steps and have to fight an enemy. This is a fucking plane game. I don't want zapped in to have to fight some little factory down here. I don't give a shit that they're shooting no damn missiles at me. I got 10 damn shafts, and uh, it's so frustrating. The whole navigation. And then, so once again, so you're sitting here, and you've got the top-down look. I've got the base in sight. All of a sudden, I get red arrows pointing every damn direction. It's like, I see the damn thing I need to. Stop showing me arrows. Like, why the hell do I want to blow up a damn little chemical plant? That's the secondary. I got the big daddy right here I'm trying to blow up. And so I did not like uh, the navigation map. And then it was hard as hell to shoot the targets on land. I mean, it was tough in the air. But the land was almost impossible. So in the land, and it correct me, Josh, I don't know, maybe I have the wrong technique. But basically, it was just like, hey, let's dive this plane straight toward the fucking ground. And like hold nose dive. Gun, hold your machine gun and hope you manage to hit it in the process. Well, you goddamn better well make sure you ain't got your afterburners turned on. Oh, while yeah, you're, no. you're going through there. <laughs> hey, uh, if you can't take them out with the machine gun, take them out with your plane. Oh, my God. And, uh, <laughs> like, so, there'd be a lot of targets. 
and you could like go all up in there, and if you were lucky, you could kill one. For me, anyway, then I'd like, and, had to, and I'm like, I don't even, I don't enjoy this. No, I, I, it I, wasn't I, fun. It was not fun. Uh, <laughs> I do feel like that they did get the shooting somewhat right in the air in the Top Gun mode, even though it wasn't my favorite thing. It, it, yeah, but I think they got the throttle all wrong on this yeah. thing. I hated the throttle. I had afterburners on when I didn't mean to. I had them trying to get afterburners and I couldn't get them. I'm trying to bomb a plane and while I'm hitting the button all of a sudden I'm damn going Mach 6 down toward the fucking ground is like <laughs> the throttles I did appreciate though because like I guess it it in the air it wasn't that bad you could actually chase down people even though I thought for a game that advertises dog fighting the dog fighting was incredibly tough like it was fine when they were flying right in front of you and you could shoot it. It was But if yous were flying sideways, oh, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't catch one of these sons of bitches. No, no, no. It was impossible. Just, I, I, the way I'd done it is I kept throttle on mats and just done these big-ass loops until I finally got them. So, I've got a couple more things. I've got probably, there's one that pisses me off the worst. One that's probably the biggest problem of the game. And one that, it's just like you made this game too hard. And I guess I'll jump into that. You only get one life in this game. Yeah, I, that that was gonna be my that was my biggest. You got one life. I literally went and I killed the damn thing. Now I will say I did land the plane once, and I'm like, fuck it. I I, I took off, and I'm like, I'm gonna. I ain't getting I ain't getting to that yet. Right. I, I'm not getting to that yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one life a game. That's too little. That's way too little. Uh, I guess one probably the biggest problem with this game <coughs> is literally you got three different sites. The fuck were they thinking? <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking <laughs> with Top Gun on Nintendo was a decent game other than landing. They give me that. You started me out taking off Put me in a dogfight that's easy. I'm okay if they get progressively harder. That is the strength of it. You got too cute with this whole over-the-shoulder bombing run. Why in the hell do you make a plane game, a, a dogfighting game, it's got three different sides? Now, I could even understand it if it was two sides. It's dogfighting, you're the hunter, or you're being hunted. And it gives you a different, like, maybe, you know facing backwards cam or a button to hit but like they threw everything at this they and did. it sucked the, again they threw the they tried to throw the kitchen sink at it and they grabbed the shitter yes and and it was it was the worst it wasn't fun it wasn't good it wasn't executed right and like i said i picked one of my like the dog fighting i like the camera view i like the fight <clears throat> It sucked that you had to waste your missiles the entire time because you couldn't hit them with a machine gun. Mm -hmm. But out of the three views they gave you, it was the best one. Absolutely. That is 100% <clears throat> correct. The bombing strafe run was absolutely ridiculous. Yes. The I mean, it was it was different, <coughs> but it was unfucking usable Yeah, and then the, like I said, the, I call it the over-the-shoulder over camera for yep. your landing. 
was absolutely garbage too. Oh, and heaven! I, hey, I came in my first landing, and I got them afterburners on when that guy was skeeting in there. So I was like, "Oh shit, we all died. We died." Uh, and I guess technically there was a fourth, uh, fourth view too, and that was your, like you said, it was your overworld. Yes. Where you were flying your... You're right. All right, cool. That didn't mean anything. Like you said, you moved three inches and five. That That is, to me, that should have been like your... Uh, I guess you would call it somewhat of a fast travel. That's your travel to the mission. Yeah. Yeah, throw me a twist in there, here and there. Get me intercepted once or twice, but it was far too frequent and not good enough to do that. Like, it wasn't yeah. fun enough to be engaged by that. Yeah, and so with all that said... Is I said, I, I'm gonna go ahead and roll into it. I never landed once, Josh. I Let's, blew up more times than I would care for. We're gonna do a little role playing right here. You're gonna be a video, you're gonna be Nintendo, you're gonna be the guy who's producing this. So, be okay. like, hey, I got a video game idea for you. Shoot it, what you got? Airplane, dog okay. fight, high yes. speed. Good, let's do it. Top gun. <laughs> Exactly. But we're going to go farther. You still can't land a fucking plane. Sold! Why can you not get the plane landings right? I I don't follow a lot of airplane games. But for the love of God, why can you not land an airplane right? I will say I landed one time out of like 76 tries. And I'm coming in there slow. I'm coming up skeeting with my damn freaking cockpit in the air. I'm coming in flat. It don't matter. I don't even know how the hell I landed right. But literally the one time I landed, I barely came in. And I stopped like in the first 16th of the runway. Was done. Landed. I'm like, I didn't need all this runway. And then I'm coming in. I'm just kind of, you know. Yeah, and it was that. It made that sound. (laughs) That was the sound it made. Why is it so tough to land? I mean, I get it. I'm not a pilot, but does that mean that I can't play an airplane game? Just because I can't land a freaking, like, because do you have to be a damn commercial pilot? Do you have to be a fighter pilot to be able to land a game on a freaking Nintendo or Super Nintendo? If that's the case, then just say, this is Pilot Simulator. Yeah, exactly, because I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite franchise games for later on is Ace Combat. I've always loved Ace Combat games. I've never played it. Have you ever been able to land on it? Yeah. Yeah. You Super think. simple. I think that the hardest one to land on is, of course, the aircraft carrier. Well. That was a bitch. But this game, like I said, landing on ground was no problem. This game, it was impossible. Now, the only thing that it had going for it was I knew I was going to die because I had to land. And, hey, let's let's give you one damn life, right? At least Top Gun yeah. gave you more than one life. So when you fucked up on the first level, you could play the next one before you were dead. But, like, I will say Top Gun on the NES was probably the most frustrating because it just keeps saying, slow down, speed up, nose up, nose down. And you do what they say and you still don't land. Yeah. I, I think in my whole life I landed in Top Gun <laughs> maybe twice. We're talking 2,316 times I've played, I landed twice. And, and each time I've landed, I'm like, oh, I got it now. Do the same thing next time. Bam. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. So, and, and I would imagine that that is pretty tough to do. But uh, for God's sake, we're playing. It's dog fighting. What should be the toughest thing to do? Dog, dog fight. Yeah. But no, landing. That is my thing. I, and I've got, it literally says, why can't a fucking flight game not get the landing right because they don't think about it. They don't. They want you just worry about flying and all that. And whenever they come into landing, they're like, 
Oh shit, yeah. You do gotta land sometime. They should mash this up with like pot wings. Let me jump out of the damn plane and parachute my ass down on there or something. You know? That would be fun. <laughs> Give me that damn seat that shoots up. I don't know if you can steer that shit, but hey, I got hey. a better shot of landing out of that damn jet propulsion seat in that aircraft hey. than putting that fucking plane on there. Like the like a famous person once said, man, ejecto cito cuz and hit the button and go because it's all about family. You are going fast and furious <laughs> on me. Well, you know what? Sadly enough, a... Uh, Movie franchise about racing cars flies better than me in a fucking Super Nintendo game. One hundred percent. Yeah, I've I've got that. That's weight on me. That <laughs> this game, I, I did. I'm just gonna say, I could have loved this game with my heart and soul, which I didn't. Spoiler nope. alert: the landing, it's still on my heart. I feel like it. <laughs> it's I, gonna haunt your mind. Yes, I've landed off easy, and I cannot stress how bad the landing is on here. Only second to possibly Top Gun, but it was still bad. You will not enjoy the landing. Uh, people learn how to land because there's a speed run. There's one speed God run. God damn it! Why? So uh, we got speed run. Uh, do you have any? Okay, hey, so but, you're you're wrapped up. Uh, we're done. We're done. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out about this speed run. Either dude has to have an amazing name or a real shit name. You could be right. Like. Steve from Wyoming, or something like that type of name. All right. You want to jump into the speed run? Or you yeah, it's because that, no, you hit me with the speed run. You already got me in on it. Okay, so I don't even know how many stages there was. I didn't I write that because it wasn't good enough for me. I mean, it was like eight, ten stages. Like I say, the only time I could get past the first day, I had to type in the levels. And I didn't play every level because it wasn't fun. But I played several levels just because I wanted yeah, to. I, I'm like, maybe the first try. one you got get past. You yeah, know? you got to try. The first one was supposed to be like a tutorial mission. Well, I thought that. Uh, that was a boss level. <laughs> thank God. Sid Meier and Steely and these guys, they learned how to do shit better. <laughs> like, they learned, hey, aircraft fighting is not <laughs> us. Okay, well, hang on. They did learn. Except for one major downfall in it. What? You turn on Civ. Or XCOM on Legendary, and you're like taking this game and multiplying it by a thousand. I don't know. I don't know. I would at least have fun playing that on Legendary. You're, I, 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 I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Okay, so there's like eight, ten levels, something like that, Josh. Why do you think a speed run, the speed would be? It's going to be something stupid. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous to me, because I don't know if I beat the first stage in this time. See, well, I didn't okay. beat it. I didn't beat it, but I don't think... Like, I literally would fly out there, <coughs> blow it up, and I tried to fly back. One, the one time, I just literally hit it and quit it. Yeah. Got back to the aircraft carrier, just after burned my ass all the way back, you know, try to go land, and I probably spent half the time, and that was my quickest run on stage one. So see on my stage one, I done the dogfight, I done the bombing run, and then I smacked into the carrier. Right. Well, how much time do you think that into forty five minutes? Okay, that is uh, longer than the speed run. <sighs> Why? What do you? There's only one speed run. There's only one king of the freaking mountain on the speed run, and he will stay. The god of this game, because I will not ever come after it. Not that I could do shit with it if I <laughs> wanted to. 
He done. He, he made a bot program and it done it automatically for him. I'm calling him out. A normal person, perhaps. This is a familiar face. Is it Lay Hulk? It's Lay Hulk. Why? Lay Hulk completed this game. He's the only guy four years ago. He dropped his nuts down and drug it across, or her. I think it was a dude that I seen in a video one time, but he or her or whatever pronoun dropped their whatever genitalia genitalia down and hammered this game out in 29 minutes and 25 seconds. There's no way. I was almost wanting to watch it just to appreciate it, and I'm like, I can't stand no. this fucking game no more. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I've got two fun facts, and they're not really that fun, Josh. It was a little tough on this one. I, I bet. This game was called... Listen, the fun fact for me is that it was made by Sid Meier and but crew. That is true. I probably should have saved that, but I couldn't help it. I'm like, why do I know Microprose? Microprose, and now I can see the freaking logo. But in Japan, it went by a different name. Even though it was pretty much released everywhere at the same date, Japan had two differences in their game, and that's both the fun facts. It had a different uh, name, and it's not even really that cool. So, I mean, like... Super Strike Eagle. Yeah. I figured they'd call it Kaka Kaka Boom Boom or something like that. It's, it's not cool like that. It's not cool. I like would that. buy that game a thousand times if it was named Kaka Kaka Boom Boom. <laughs> I would waste the entire paycheck to buy as many copies as I could of that. There is, it was called F15 Super Strike Eagle, which apparently I think there was like a whole F15 series. Of F-15 Super Strike. This wasn't related to any of them. But they just called it F-15. Because I guess that's the plane you were playing. So this is probably the most interesting one. Uh, in the Japanese version. Even though it was released at the same time. Uh, the North American version. When you killed. Uh, or you convinced a country to come back to the United Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you, you, it kind of got a generic flag that flew up. In Japan. They used the real political flags. So really? they were using the actual flags of, of the countries. people. Of, yes. Which, I mean, in the end of the day, who really cares, right? Exactly. You know, I'm sure Russia stereotypes United States as we do Japan, as they do us Canadians. You know, everybody has it. You know, it's just the world we live in. Who gives a shit? You know, I really, I mean. It, I don't care. It, it, yeah, I feel like you're in any war game, regardless what your nationality is. It's you versus everybody else. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't matter. So that was the only two fun facts. I had to work a little hard to find those. I say you had to dig on that one. So we're gonna come up price charting, which price charting eBay or dead on. Didn't have a new one on eBay. That seems to be a common thing. Uh, then we're gonna rank this bitch. Price charting. I don't know this is going to be a tough one for you. If you were to go buy, go to the nearest video game store and say, hey, I want to buy this game. I want to get on eBay. I want to just buy this game and play it. I want to have it, put it on the shelf. How much do you think a copy of this game runs, Josh? I'm afraid because I know how much I would pay for this game. Well, how much would you pay for it? For me, this game isn't even worth $2. Okay, okay. Well, what would be but, your official game? If you were a video game store owner, I guess, and somebody you had a copy of this, what would you put it out there to sell it for? Okay, now here's where you got me, because you told me about the Japanese version of it, too. Mm -hmm. 
I figured the Japanese version would be a little bit more pricey because it's actually got the politically correct flags. Well, but it, the, it was it wasn't crazy. They do have the thing they call the PAL tax, almost because it's the overseas stuff. Yeah, it is. I think they typically are more expensive in the PAL region for us anyway. But, but uh, I, I, I would for this game to put on my shelf. Uh, Five dollars. Like I said it, it's not much. I don't think. Okay, uh, I agree with you. I would think this is a five dollar game. You're wrong. You're low. I'm low. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have you just blow your brains out over this because you're not far off. Price charting had it at eight thirty nine. My next guess was going to be ten. Like I was. You gonna... get on eBay. I, what I seen it bounced from seven dollars to fourteen to twelve to nine. You take a $10 bill to eBay, you're you buying could, this game. Yeah, you could get it. So, what do you think a complete copy? Now, I will go ahead and tell you what i seen was pretty much dead on. There's about a $4 difference, and i seen the average was $4 difference, but i seen plenty of them recently that sold exactly at what the price charting was. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with my standard thing. I'm, I'm tripling this one, so 30 Pretty damn close eBay, I seen them thirty to thirty-four dollars. Okay. Price charting thirty-four ninety-five. I'm just gonna say though, I don't know that I could spend ten dollars on this game. If I was having it shipped, ten dollars is probably standard. If I go to like the damn CM Games, a uh, a GameStop, which they don't even really carry that stuff anymore. If I'm in person at a yard sale, I'm thinking this is a five dollar game. Yeah, easy. If you told me, and and so I feel like it is overpriced. If I don't think I will go online to buy. You bought Roger Clemens. $35 for a complete freaking video game, a Super Nintendo game, isn't bad. And the cover of this one don't look bad. And guess what? This comes with the same as Roger Clemens. A, a fucking poster that's got an airplane on it. So Nothing you're buying cool. it. So you're buying it. I've thought about it. You're buying it. I, what I've seen on eBay, that I was going with sold listings. Everything else was a little higher than I wanted to pay that was uh, complete. That hadn't sold, but $35 to have a cool looking piece up there. Even though I feel like a loose copy is not worth overpriced, it. I feel like $35 for this game complete in a good box is appropriately priced. As long as it comes with a poster. Absolutely. So, again, next week I'm going to come in here and you're going to say, I did it. I don't think I will, but I can't guarantee that until next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A new copy of it. I'm going price charting on this. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, like, the new copy, and there was a graded copy I didn't... Uh, graded copies, that's where it gets weird. The graded copy cracked me up. See, that's what I'm saying. No. It gets weird. Because so, I got graded comic books, and it gets weird. What do you think a new copy of this sells according to price charting? I'm going to go with my math again. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of my math okay. because my gut's kicking in and my normal math would be to multiply this by four, which would be 120, but I'm only going to multiply it by three again. So I'm going to drop it down to 90. You almost split the difference exactly. Price charting has a new one at $112. Really? Yes. And so, and I'm not, okay. and I'm not really looking. There's a couple of things that I look at in there, and this is part of the problem I have with price charting. Even though the game part, there's a lot of them, it does seem on. Like I'll find like 
manuals that are selling for $14. I go ahead and tell you, I've got these manuals for sale in my eBay store. I'm not getting $14. Yeah. So I'm not saying that my, mine may not be in as good shape. So like I kind of take it with a grain of salt. Like some of the, the sell this game, you got to find the right buyer, you know, so, but when you pull it up, it gives you all this, the process, just the box, the manual. And so I'm just getting the pertinent stuff and and it may be selfish, but I feel like it's probably what I care about the most. And most everybody that collects, you want either a loose, you want a complete or you want new. Yep. I don't care that much for the new stuff because I do like to play with mine, uh, but uh, I do like complete. So... Uh, as I'm sitting there and I look at the complete price is $112. They had a graded, the graded price and it was like $122. And I'm like, now I don't know what the grade was. I didn't click on it, but I'm laughing. I'm like, dear God. I was like, can you imagine? This is where the illness kicks in for me. $10. I could buy a damn copy of this game. Okay. I'm not going to pay $10 for this. 35. You can get complete. Absolutely. You tell me 35. You got my attention. So then you're like, hey, do you want a sealed copy for 100 Now, that's more than I like to spend on any game, but it's a sealed copy. It's but then if you convince me that I'm going to spend $100 on a sealed copy, and you tell me there's a freaking graded nine-point something for a 10 more dollars, next thing you know, I got a freaking graded game <laughs> sitting on my shelf. So literally, I'm just sticking Super Nintendo, I like to have my box. I like to have my complete. I'm just sticking with loose cards in my life. That, like That's really what matters. If I find something great, cool, uh, I ain't got $12 million to buy a complete freaking new graded or complete collection yeah. i ain't got the money to buy a freaking loose collection but this is how the illness happens it is outrageous well i can say outrageous overpriced loose cart really good price i feel like for a complete for a new one okay price graded when you compare it to a new why would you not spend yeah, another ten dollars why wouldn't you what kind of monster grades this game you have to be doing that just to protect it, right? You have to. It's got to be. Because it's, it's because you sure as hell know you ain't going to play this game. If, yeah. you, if you've ever played it, you ain't going to. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, I got graded comic books. And the case that they come in is, like, completely time-resistant, pretty much. Yeah. So, so, I mean, like I said, so, yeah, you're literally protecting this game is whenever you grade something. Uh that's all I got for that. So you want to grade this bad boy? Yeah. Or not grade. Uh, rank it. Rank it. Yeah. Uh, so we started the season. So uh, it's going to be on your Mount Rushmore to start out. I definitely, I'm going to go just on a bold prediction. Correct me if I'm wrong in another nine episodes, eight episodes. This is not, this is going to be on the bottom part of your uh, yeah, let's, overall list. Let's just go ahead and move this to, to at least number nine. So, uh, the first game that we've played on this season, Josh, is an American Tale. Favel? Favel? I don't give a shit. That mouse goes west. He goes west. It's the only game we played. It's at number one. Do you love a cartoon mouse more than you love dog fighting over the ocean or over an island? Yes. You I do. do. So, you're telling me. This game is number two. I will tell you another thing. Is This game is... Tough for me to say the name. I feel like it should be Super Eagle Strike, yeah. which would not be a dogfighting game, but Super Strike Eagle. Yeah, Super that is Strike a weird Eagle. Name. To me, it sounds like a cross between a bowling and a golf term. That is great. You you hit it right on the head. 
Super Strike Eagle. But if it was stu- Super Eagle Strike, then it's a karate game, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. So obviously, I got Fifle Goes West. Fifle, the damn mouse. I don't understand it, but Super Strike Eagle is far. Bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) It is by far less. Fifle is way superior. Oh, 100%. When when you're telling, when I'm, my biggest beef with Fifle is. It's not as good as the Mickey game that just happened to be played in the first 20 games with it. That's a good problem to have. That's a very good problem. Uh, I'm not going to say Super Strike Eagle is even broken. I just didn't think it was that good. Like, I don't, I think it probably was parts of it was broken. Uh, Of course, you can't land a fucking plane on any airplane game ever. But it just wasn't fun enough to. It wasn't fun. No, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. I'm not a flight simulator guy, so maybe there's people that do enjoy this. And it probably was cool back in 1993. Well, but if I this, when I play this game now, probably the same as when I played it in 93, is I'm like, oh, this is another game that I'm not going to be able to get two stages in because I can't land a freaking plane. Yeah, and here's here's the thing. is let's say I play my Ace Combats. I played every Ace Combat game, and they're, they're fun. They're a flight simulator slash dogfighting Bomb and strafe, everything type well rounded game. You can land on there, and there's a couple of them that are a bit difficult to land on. Like, I think on the newest one, there's a uh, where you gotta land on an aircraft carrier in rough seas. All right, that's a bit difficult. Yeah, I, I could understand, but there's a difference between landing on an aircraft carrier in rough seas and playing, uh, this the game trial the, the, the tutorial introduction level and not being able to land yeah and the bad part was i didn't even advance past the first level when i landed this is like oh i can actually pick to land on my aircraft so i literally took off crashed into the sea because i was going to try to break where i didn't have to fight the first people they put in front <laughs> of me uh i crashed and see i had to fight them then i turned my ass around and i hit that button just to see if i could land and i was like i'm gonna land one time and it took me like three tries, and then I landed. Okay, I think I got this. Went, completed the mission, came back, crashed and burned. Yeah. And I'm like, and and it was like, I was already done with the game before I tried to land. I'm like, I just want to land this freaking plane. Did it one time. That was the only thing that brought me back, was like, I got to learn to do this. And then I'd be like, oh, it's just going to be somewhat random. Like Now, apparently, Lee Hulk figured it out. Uh Hey, give, give us a one, two, three step on how to land. I'm sure he probably does on the uploaded video he has of it. I'm not going to watch it. I do it. not want to ever watch this no. again. I will, I've never played Civilization. I, I've never enjoyed it. I would play the shit out of Civilization. Civ is so fun. I would play it way more than this. But it's like, how cool is it to be a freaking fighter pilot? Exactly. Why can nobody get it right? Is that, well, okay. No, I, I get there's limitations graphically and stuff, but the a, NES literally Top Gun was it if you could freaking land. land. Yeah, and that's the, I, think, I think the main problem is with the landing and all that stuff is that it was for early consoles. I said PlayStation and Xbox sort of had it figured out. But it was still tricky at times. But this game here, it just seemed like 
you had to be spot on every single time, which was the same for Top Gun. But again, like you said, about Top Gun, at least the dude wasn't screaming in your ear. I, I don't know how many flight games there are on the Super Nintendo, but there's got to be a better one, right? There's got to be. There's got to be. Uh, I know our episode's running short. Because there really isn't that much to talk about in yeah. this game. Well, as you can tell, we're dragging this out to well, try to let make me, it. Let me ask you this. Would you ever play this game again? No. I'm guessing your children didn't play this game, right? Again, my children they are... They've left you for dead. They, they've left me on an island. Did they Did they get to play Star Fox? No. That's a better flying game. We answered the question right there. Of course, it's not a flight simulator game, but... It's a better flying game because you never have to land. But I think landing in Star Fox would have been a little bit easier, even oh, though absolutely. even though it was extremely polygonal. Oh yeah, I can land a triangle way better than landing on one of these pieces <laughs> of shit. So I guess I'm I'm done with this game. I, I'm fine with never playing this game again the rest of my life. I 100%. like like Fifle. I feel like I was kind of rough on it. Uh, it's not a bad game. It's just not as good as the other stuff. I'd play it again. Well, I said, if if, it, if the roles were reversed and we played Fifle before Mickey and Minnie. Yep. It'd be a great game, but we played Mickey and Minnie beforehand. Right. I guess at the end of the day, I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, one thing to remember is even though we're on our uh, the new season, once we finish these 10 episodes, we're going to insert them into the grand list that is posted on the Facebook page under the same name, Willis Ness. Uh, so make sure to go visit that. You'll see the upcoming... Uh, game that we're going to play each week uh it's spun live uh well we video it and then post it because i'm technically stupid but uh <laughs> you'll get to see what we play uh the whole nine yards there'll be a list posted uh that has the current up-to-date rankings uh so even though this game's bad you will not know how bad it is until it gets put into the grand list of 700 games yes and if we manage to get I don't know, say, I'm going to call it 50 viewers. Okay. Face reveal. Oh. We'll show them our ugly mugs. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And any reviews you leave, good or bad, or all help out. So uh, I guess we're going to wrap this up. We're going to get to the next game. Do you think the next game, just kind of spoiler alert right here, do you think? Uh, It'll be better than this one. Do you think it's going to be better? It'll be better than this one. What if you had said that and then you got untouchables? I know I would die. I know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this in perspective a little spoiler alert for the end of the season. Is this game better than Untouchables? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. Like this game is way like, better. As you can tell, I thought about it. I, I I didn't. I remember how bad Untouchables was. But we're wrapping it up. See you next week. Next game. See y'all.